Welcome to Message in a Bottle, a place to hear the Devar Ruach Elohim, or Word of the Spirit of God. During each episode, we'll listen to a prophecy. Together, we will judge the prophecy, and collectively, we will respond to that same prophecy. We'll also delve into topics around how to listen, test, discern, interpret, and apply prophecy. In this version of Message in a Bottle, we're going to be reviewing a revelation that comes out of a Clark Taylor exercise that I like to call sailing. This is where a group of us, there's, there's 12 of us that have done this exercise, we've intentionally selected Fellowship of Christ as our subject, and we represent that as a boat. And then we start to pray into and see where the divine encourager, the Holy Spirit, takes us with that exercise, and we document it all. After it's all documented, then we consolidated it and put it all into a single source, which is what I'm going to read to you today. So this is 100% revelation. This has been judged, and it was judged to be the Word of God, and we do have permission um, in our ability to start to share this openly. So we're good to go now. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to kind of read this thing through for you. It is a total of four different seasons that come over about 20 different paragraphs. So you'll see that the very first season, which is our current season that we're living in, has the most detail in it. And I want to say more than half of the content falls into this time frame. We then go out three more subsequent seasons from current. Each of them has a title, and we'll kind of go through that together. Without any further ado, let's start. The first season is called Broken Victorious. Paragraph 1. The ship. An old wooden ship with a mast and sails and a captain's wheel like a Christopher Columbus-style ship. The ship looked ragged and voyaged with three large masts. The front mast was broken and hanging on. The center mast was intact and strong, and the rear mast was down. The ship had portholes along the side, maybe some openings for huge oars. Paragraph 2. The ship is docked in port. There is a sense of gratitude for safe harbor. There was also a contingent of people working hard to keep the ship functioning and going. Our message is still going out strong and clear, even further than the ship can sail. Paragraph 3. There was a large, powerful-looking cruise ship, a quote-unquote mothership fueling lots of little ships being sent out. Support boats are approaching, with plans for repair and reprovisioning taking place. There is a weariness, a feeling of forlorn, and behind that apprehension. Paragraph 4. 
There's a feeling of being quote-unquote alone, although the ship has many others aboard. Singing. There is joy on board. The people on the top level are waving flags and celebrating. There are others inside the ship on the main level and others in the bowels of the ship. They are sick, suffering, and stuck, yelling to be let out. There are tiny windows near the waterline, and I can see all those folks pressed against the windows. We are meant to help those who feel like they are drowning. There are many already equipped with a variety of skills to help. There is a false joy, religious in nature, that needs to be called out. Quote-unquote, turn to me, take in my healing water, be healed and repaired. Paragraph 5. There is a skeleton crew working to get everyone back on board. I know the ship must get back out. We are a rescue vessel that must stay afloat to rescue the lost and weary, calling all lost and sinking ships at sea. Come aboard where it is safe. Bring your friends and lost loved ones along. Paragraph 6. The ship is still docked, lots of people wearing colorful clothes and activity on the deck, scrubbing, repairing, cleaning windows, people pitching in to help, repair, clean, and heal. There's a sense of coming together. The people in the bottom have been brought up and given roles. We have lost some people. Paragraph 7. Realizing that this ship is like an ark, We have been gathered for safety. The Lord on the mothership is preparing us to set sail. We must receive the messages as we need beforehand. There is a map of the world with lines taking us to specific destinations across the Atlantic. Paragraph 8. The mothership has recharged us to go out on mission, feeding the masses with miracles in store and full provision for us. We are in the healing process, turned towards the hearts, relationships, perspectives that need repair. More people are involved in harmony with a sense of purpose becoming clearer. Paragraph 9. We need to go on our voyage to the new land, and everything we have left behind is gone. The ship is now white, moving slowly, pointed out of the dock towards the sea. There is a resistance, fear that we are not ready and don't want to leave the dock, need to cut the ties to the dock. We are quote-unquote shipping out. The ship is starting to turn towards open water. Come sail away. The song, the pop song, God is guiding us, slash FOC, away from a snake and evil. Move forward. Don't look back. Looking at the sky in the morning in Asheville, clouds were sleds with others riding being pulled along, two to four people in each sled, infinitely growing. Paragraph 10. Our ship is in the middle of many other ships in the open water, around them doing the same thing, 
It's quiet on the sea. As the ship creaks and sways a, a bit, as it rolls along over gentle swells, the captain is Jesus, and he is steering the ship, rolling with the swells on the sea, headed towards the horizon without worry, blue skies, calm ocean waters, and crew on deck moving in unison for each appointed task. Paragraph 11. There is unity of purpose, confidence in Captain Jesus, the ship moving forward with a mission, many workers on board, many hands and hearts, skilled workers on deck and below deck, doing their jobs. Our ship is moving at a fast clip. Jesus was bending over the rail with a bucket, scooping up seawater and then pouring the whole bucket on people on the ship. As he scoops and pours out the seawater, it becomes holy water once it is in his hands, pouring out on everyone that is on the ship's deck. He is really enjoying doing this. It brings him much joy. Orders being called out, wind, movement, creaking wood, the sails billowing in the stiff wind, seagulls crying, splashes of ocean water, all hands on deck. The ship's bell rings two times twice. Quote, unquote, steady on. Paragraph 12. It is night and the ship is getting ready to turn. There was a sense of anticipation for the turn into an exciting place, into deeper waters. Quote, unquote, we are headed for miracles. So this concludes the section of time or our current season which is titled Broken Victorious. The next season is called Hope Victorious. Paragraph 13. The ship is back out to open seas. The sky is dark with red hues. A large storm is forming. The ship is small in proportion to the single center mast, and very small as compared to the storm. On one side, fading blue skies. On the other side, the storm. Sail is at full billow, and the ship is skirting the edge super fast. There is a big red crucifixion cross painted on the sides of the ship. The crew is small. The ship is laden based on how it's cutting the water. There's a sense of fatigue, purpose, optimism, and there remains apprehension. The ship must go into the storm. Paragraph 14. The ship, real, rough, strong, going into choppy, and now in choppy water. We're headed to where many people are in that choppy water and frightened seeing no help. The helpers on the Fellowship of Christ ship are going into the water, diving, some with smaller lifeboats and even in an intertube-like raft. We sing, holy, 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 pour out your power and love. We sing, holy, holy, holy. Some are swimming underwater and then popping up way out of the water. God swam underwater with me. We explored through the seaweed. 
and it turned into thick, slippery green tentacles, very hard to swim through and easy to move out of the way. It was very dark. The tentacles were attached under the water to a source like a tree. Oak tree, big, thick trunk, spreading to many thick branches, strong enough to expand to infinite branches. We gently, kindly pick up the people, holding them and bringing them to safety on board. We feel peace and rest in this as each is confident, knowing what is needed, confident. On the ship of workers, there is laughter, joy, and they are not afraid of the choppiness or the we- or the waves, but make it a hilarious life of pleasure and abundant life. That concludes the section, the future season, titled Hope Victorious. The next section is called Hidden Vision Victorious. This is a couple seasons or a couple of times in the future from where we are currently. Paragraph 15. The ship has turned into the midst of the storms. It is dark. Lightning flashes. Thunder booms. Seas crash. The sails are down. There are oars rowing. Yet the propulsion is still fast, even though it's dark. Navigation is not by stars, sight, or sound. Paragraph 16. The ship is moving slowly now. There is a paddle wheel on the back. I see flares cutting the darkness with illumination. There is another ship, larger and stationary. When we approach, the crew is joyous, worshiping God with great thanksgiving at the rescue. Sparkly gala, much celebration on board, lots of colors and graffiti. Free, in the flow and free. We feel his smile. More than half the crew comes aboard. One of our navigators boards the larger ship, along with provisions. There is a strong sense of purpose. The ship must continue moving into and through the storm. That concludes a future season entitled Hidden Vision Victorious. The final season is vision victorious. Paragraph 17. The storm has intensified. Our ship navigates with great speed. Previous scene repeats with the following exceptions. Provisions now include munitions. Crew exchanges are minimal. Consistent flares, rejoicing, deposit of navigators each time. The ship sails are once again set in motion. There are now enemy ships chasing and attempting to stop and block our ship. There is a sense of reservation. We know that our ship has been targeted. Paragraph 18. I am sending you to impact the four corners of the world with the message of peace, shalom, so as to be reconciled to God. It is daytime. This time, we're in an old fishing boat. 
in some ways, it was like the boat in the storm that Jesus and the disciples were in when Jesus was sleeping. Someone was in the front of the boat looking forward, the future, and smiling. Almost a clown-like smile. We had let down our net into the water and were pulling up the side of the boat a huge catch. It took more than one person to pull it in. There is a sense of joy and laughter of the master and us as we participate with him along we participate with him doing his will. FOC is now a simple log raft with a white sail moving up river steadily, dark rocks on the side of the river, green grass next to that, feeling the gentle breeze, calm. The future is open for dreaming and hope. The boat coming ashore to our destination and people, workers in God's kingdom welcoming us. We will bring healing and be a bright light sent by God. He is with us. Missionaries. Paragraph 19. We're now back in the mothership. There are huge swells because of we are way out in the ocean. It's deep. It's night, though it's dark. I see the boat completely lit up. We are and we shall be a light in the darkness of this world. The boat is steady and can handle it with no problem. There are no scary swells. They're exciting and enjoyable. We are completely at rest. The master is in the boat with us. We are joined to him. He is the captain. Aye, aye, captain. Come your kingdom and your will to FOC, individually and corporately. That concludes the final section entitled Vision Victorious. You know, normally, this is where I'd say we sure would appreciate your feedback. And I would like your feedback. But instead of clicking and liking and giving us five stars, what I'd like to ask you guys to do is to play this through a number of times. Try to identify where you think we are in our current time in regards to the different paragraphs within this prophecy. Um, zoom in to the, the section or the paragraph where you think we are and, and pay close attention to that and meditate on that, please. I, I really would like to encourage you to send feedback. Um, you can do that by sending your responses to fellowshipcast7 at gmail.com. That's fellowshipcast7 at gmail.com. Um, but it's more than that. What I want you to do also is not just identify where you think we are, but where you think the next season is, which is usually the next paragraph forward. So focus in on that and see where we are inside of that paragraph and what's the very next thing coming. And I'd like to ask you guys, or I encourage you guys to come into agreement with this and pray it out loud, that this is where we're going and this is how it's going to, this is what it's going to look like. And we are in agreement, Lord, with what it is that you're saying, your will be done. All right. Thanks all.